my friends. Hi. Hello. I'm so excited to be seeing Kylie. I know. I am looking into the eyeballs of my ghoul friends, and I couldn't be happier. So gorgeous. We're Skyping. Technology. Skype. Skype. What will they think of next? 2019, you <laughs> Yes. Know? Do we look extra pixely? Do we? Yes. But it's beautiful. Oh. How could it not be? <sighs> exactly. Wow. That's just the truth of the matter. What a day. Honestly, what a day. Emily's got Cheez-Its. We just got Cheez-Its at Dude, work, finally. I can't believe it. We've been begging for years. That's a blessing. It is a blessing and like, a curse because I had two bags today. Cheez-Its are the best. They are the best snack. Right. I mean, if it you, clearly was a budget issue. <laughs> oh, yes, clearly. <laughs> you know, it's like I don't always crave a Cheez-It, I'm going to say. Okay. But as soon as mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. start a Cheez-It, you can't stop. You can't stop a Cheez-It. That's why I don't yeah. buy them. Right. Because I yeah. will eat the box in one day. I know. N- including the cardboard. Yes. <sighs> She's not wrong. And if you don't love Cheez-Its, you can get out of here. Sorry. Yeah. The so. toasty ones. Have you guys had the toasty Cheez-Its? <sighs> They're not for me. I just <laughs> I just go straight original. Oh, I like a ridge. But Cheez-Z I do OG. um I do like the spicy ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the the white cheddar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like the ones that have the flavor have too much flavor. Too much. You just need like, like a handful. Hungry. I'm like, just bring it back a little. Yeah. Just a handful is all I need. Right. And then I'm done. I don't need that whole box. Well, then box. that's a good cheese it. But the original, I got to have the whole box. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I love it. I get it. I just like things extra dark, extra crispy. We love Cheez-Its, and we're the Golden Ghouls. Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. And it's time to get spooky. Now that Kylie's not here, I feel like I have to do it, right? It's true. I think I have to. It's amazing. We love it. We do. Honored. We love it. Is Kylie taking a a selfie right now? No, it's actually a video of you guys. (laughs) It's gorge. It's freaking gorge. Oh, there's a flash. Good. At uh, least we're less pixelated, oh, right? You look pretty. All right. I'm going to dive in, and I'm going to tell you guys what's what. This is another installment of Ghoul Talk, meaning it's listener episodes. Ooh. I mean, Woo-hoo. listener stories. Listener episodes? Yeah. In a way. I'm having an That's episode. That's a thing. Clearly. You're not wrong. First off, following up on Ghoul Talk 9, they say, um, they were responding this is from nan and she was responding to us talking about zach and addy um in fatima's story so this is just a quick little blurb if you will but very cool, very cool. nan says hey ghouls <laughs> just listen to ghoul talk volume nine and strongly recommend if you want to know more about zach and addy listen to erica kelly over at southern fried true crime tell their story she is so mm. thorough but compassionate that story will break your heart it's episodes two and three also, there's a very good book about them, Shake the Devil Off, a story of the murder that rocked New Orleans by Ethan Brown. Love your podcast. Keep telling those ghoulish tales. Keep it spooky. Nan. Oh. So if anyone else wants to learn Dope. more about the, the Zach and Addie murder, um, you should check those out because Nan says they're, they're the stuff. Yeah. Right? Episodes two and three. Episodes two and three of Southern Fried True Crime. And I've actually heard great things about that podcast before, so I am excited to give it a listen because you know we love true crime. 
I love the wreck. Me too. I love we the love wreck. a wreck. Yeah, if you guys have spooky podcasts, true crime podcasts, holler at us. We want the people to know. Truly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't listen to us all day, every day. No. You're going to run out of episodes. Right. It's just what it's it true. is. We only give little snippet pippets. Right? <laughs> just the pips. Just the pips. Just the pip. Bit of a snap on the pip. A small snip <laughs> on the pip. A small snip. I, I'm going to kick it off. Shall we? Yes. Yeah. Shall I? Okay. This is an exciting one, and this comes from Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Sarah says, hello, beautiful ghouls. Ugh. Hello. We love you. Long time listener, first time writer. I have a story to tell you, one that I have been contemplating on whether to share or not. I finally decided on sharing it because if something bad were to happen to me, I want the world to know I knew it was coming. Sarah. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know that's serious. very ominous, so let me just get on with my story. You're correct in that it is quite ominous. Yeah. I live in a small town, suburban town, in California. I'm half Chinese, so I grew up in a very traditional Chinese household. My mom is also very superstitious and believes in a lot of superstitions, a lot of which were passed down by her grandparents. They weren't your average Western superstitions, like seeing a black cat or walking under a ladder. We followed rules, like not having the number four anywhere in our house. Four has a similar tone to the Chinese character for death. What? Mm-hmm. You guys. Mm-hmm. You guys, my birthday's four. <gasps> four? Four. She's turning four, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I saw a vulture last week. Oh, my God. Stop Dying. it. This is not good. Carry on. <laughs> Among the superstitions. Having a mirror face our bed, so sleeping in front of a mirror (gasps) will make your soul enter the mirror world. (gasps) Or clipping your fingernails at night, it will invite ghosts to your home. Oh my god, I always clip my nails at night. I do too. My bed is surrounded by mirrors. Oh my god, Sarah, (laughs) you're fucking our lives up. Sarah, you have so much information. I need to know. Oh, my God. My mom and dad, to this day, sweep bad spirits out of our house with a broom. As you can see, we're a very superstitious family, except me, at least. Almost a year ago, we had a death on my mom's side of the family. It was the death of an extended family member who I never met. We had to drive six hours to the funeral, and I was not going to know anyone, so my parents let me bring two of my friends. They needed convincing because who wants to attend a funeral? If you guys ever need a funeral date, I will go. She'll go. Okay. Will she come to mine? Yes. I'll be there with bells on. Yes, I'll be in the casket with you. (laughs) She wanted this. (laughs) So like Sarah said, who wants to attend a funeral, especially if they're not your own family? My friends, I changed their names for privacy, Stacy and Beth, agreed to go since we were going to make it a long weekend getaway. At the funeral, it was very traditional. The funeral was held at the person's home, which is Chinese tradition. There were a lot of offerings, like fruits, cookies, incense burning everywhere. I'd never seen anything like it. There was food everywhere, dumplings, steamed buns, and rice cakes. I'm hungry. Me too. While my parents paid respect and mingled with family family members, Beth, (laughs) Stacy, and I wandered around the house trying to find cell reception. Me. We ended up in the kitchen, (laughs) and the smell of the food was so good that we just started helping ourselves. Nothing is better than homemade Chinese dumplings. We returned to the family room where other people had gathered, my parents included. 
Beth needed to reapply her lipstick after eating like eight dumplings, but the mirror in the family room was covered with red silk fabric. She moved the fabric to the side and started reapplying her lipstick. Almost immediately, someone started shouting in Chinese and pointing at Beth. Another person ran over and covered the mirror with a silk fabric. I'll save you the details of the conversation, but basically it was superstition to cover all mirrors in the house during a funeral to prevent the dead person's soul from entering the mirror world. A person who was alive and looked into a mirror during a funeral was bad luck and a sign of death. Apparently, the food we ate was also an offering to the deceased and we were not supposed to eat it because that was bad luck as well. (laughs) Jesus. What? Two strikes, y'all. Somebody needed to tell all these rules before we Seriously, they need to have, like... We need to be aware. ...a list at the door. Yeah, what is happening. After the funeral, my mom lit some incense and did a blessing of some sort over me, Beth, and Stacy. She asked the person's spirit to not be angry at us or not take harm on us, as we did not know the customs at the funeral. A couple of weeks later, Beth told me that she was driving to class and could hear something in her back seat, like the sound of someone struggling to put a seatbelt on. When she looked in her rearview mirror, there was nothing. A few days after that, Beth's mom called me and told me that Beth and Stacy were killed in a terrible car accident <gasps> on their way to class. What? At Beth's service, we found out from her parents that Beth and Stacy were not wearing their seatbelts, which was weird because Beth and Stacy were never reckless like that. The weird thing was that the seatbelts in the back seats were buckled, yet there were no other passengers in the car. My mom believes what? that it was because we made the spirit angry and now we're cursed or have bad luck. Or should I say I, since Beth and Stacy are no longer on this earth. My mom continues to bless me and offer up gifts, like food most of the time, to any spirit any spirits who might have any ill will towards me. I never believed in superstitions until a few months after losing my best friends. Hopefully my mom's offerings work and hopefully I'm in the clear. I would be lying if I told you that I didn't wake up every morning and go to sleep every night afraid. It's not a feeling I'd wish on my worst enemy. Thank you for reading, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, you poor thing. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm heavy. It's very heavy. That is. That honestly has to be the heaviest story we've ever read. Yeah. For for real and, and we've had some pretty intense ones yeah superstitions are no joke no they're not I'm not kind of speechless to be messed with now i'm scared honestly i need to know a lot of information yeah we need to know more yeah. sarah send us all the superstitions we, need to know these. we gotta be we gotta be careful i yeah i have to Whew. we have to be oh thank you so much for sharing i can understand why that one was a hard one to share but you told it beautifully truly and we're also so sorry that you lost them yes oh my heart well should i go yeah take it away it's me Mm -hmm. maybe this one will lighten things up a little bit i think i think just a touch yeah maybe Let's let's see. Let's see. Yeah. This is from our friend Patrick. Patrick. What's up? He says, hey, ghoulish gals. I (laughs) hope this email finds you well. It's your boy, Patrick, coming in hot (laughs) with a fun email about my ghostly encounters. Tight. (laughs) First of all, just wanted to say that I'm a huge fan of the pod. I start... 
I started binge listening earlier this year but had to take a brief break because was I was super busy with school and by that I mean I was studying abroad so I was very preoccupied but I have some European ghost stories to tell someday. Oh shit, <gasps> yes. We can't wait, Patrick, for real. But I've been getting back into it and y'all have some really fun conversations and I love how each episode feels like a tea session with my good Judy's. <gasps> we love oh the God, tea. The- Love it. Do we spill it? We we spill it. We spill the tea. We I'm spill the spooky we tea do. weekly. I've always wanted we to. Do. You know I love the juice. <laughs> she does love juice. Squeeze it, girl. She does. Love it. <laughs> juice and Cheez-Its. Ugh, truly. Sponsored by. <laughs> Patrick says, anyways, on to the haunts. I'm ready. Shall we? Yes. Similar to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there are several phases to my encounters with ghosts. (laughs) So we'll start with the movie theater. I used to work at an old movie theater in my hometown in the suburbs of Chicago. Super tight. Love this Mm -hmm. job. Big fan. 10 out of 10. Right. 10 out of 10. The theater was an independent one. That was your stereotypical, super old, on one screen... Used to be a vaudeville theater that has the old, the only cool marquee on Main Street movie theater. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That I feel like was in every teen movie. While working there, I had several weird haunt, haunts happen. So the theater had two side doorways just to the left and right of the screen where the stage was when it was a vaudeville theater. The left doors were unlocked and were an exit to the back alleyway. The right doors led to behind the screen up onto the stage and into the old costume makeup rooms. These doors were locked because the backstage area is old and not really that safe. So I was cleaning the theater after a show (laughs) one night and it was silent and dark. And as I'm sweeping up the rows of seats, I look up and see a figure walk through the doors on the right and into the backstage area. I suppose um, it, right? Hello. I suppose it could have been the spirit of an old performer or costumer, but I was not sticking around to find out. Mm-mm. I walked out and insisted my coworker finish the clean finish cleaning the theater. Since then, I've always been kind of unnerved by being in there alone. There's just always an uneasy energy in the theater. Anyways, there's one more super spooky story I can share from the theater. So in the back of the kitchen is the door that leads down to the basement. There's a main section where we store the stuff for the movie theater, like candy, drink cups, popcorn tubes, tubs, not tubes. I'll put it in popcorn tubes. <laughs> well, a tube could be closed at the, you know, doesn't. <laughs> I was thinking like a tube, whatever. Moving on. I love it. We also have a section where there are some freezers to store the meat. Oh, I should also mention that the movie theater has an a, an attached sandwich shop where you can buy sandwiches and bring them into the movie. We are <gasps> famous for our Reuben. Shut up. Damn. Damn. Mm. Dom, Daniel, Bone Apple, Don. Bone Apple Sandwich. My goodness, stop. I love that. (laughs) I want to bring a Reuben into the theater. Bone Apple Sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I love food, don't we? 
Yeah. Okay, behind the freezers is a back stairway that leads down to a deeper section of the basement where the boiler is. This area is basically what I would call a literal hell mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dark and terrifying, and worst of all, there is a room with, you know, just some old junk and a literal rusty old tricycle. And then he no. posts a picture, y'all. We do have a picture yeah. of the tricycle. Uh, it is kind of weird. It's spooky. It's, it's like, why is that there? It, yeah. There's no reason. We'll share the photo. It's too small for anyone. Yeah. Like, who sat on that? No. Right. It's like Jigsaw. Who is she? Tricycle. <sighs> well, Patrick was scared, too. So are we. we should... <laughs> Want to play a game? Oh, my God. Kylie. Kylie. The what? frick is up, man. You're scaring me. Nothing. Oh, jeez, dude. <laughs> All right, Patrick says, anyways, so a few summers ago, we had what I call the all-star cast of employees at the theater. It was when everyone was cool, got along, and also were good workers. And we would <laughs> <laughs> we would always go ghost hunting in the basement when it was a slow night. I support. That's an all-star cast. Yes, it sure. is. I want to be part of that cast. Which basically amounted to us going down there, hearing a singular sound, and then running back upstairs. <laughs> Y'all, they need me. They did. But one time, we, myself and my coworker, went down there and we got to the stairway to go down and stood there in the dark and asked for some kind of sign. Because we're dumb and kind of like to provoke spirits. Mm-hmm. Suddenly we hear a noise. You know, you want to know what it was? The fucking bell on the tricycle. (laughs) No. No. Kylie was going to say yes. That cursed tricycle. (laughs) Yeah, the bell on the tricycle, y'all. Needless to Mm -mm. say, bricks were shot that day. (laughs) (laughs) So, same. We immediately went back upstairs, and all the other co-workers were up there working, so we knew it wasn't one of them pulling a prank on us. We told our other co-worker what happened, and the three of us went down there to go check if we actually heard the tricycle. We went into the room and had the third co-worker ring the bell. It was the same noise. However, the mm-hmm. creepiest part was that he ha- he said that the bell was clearly rusted and would need to be kind of shoved in order to ring. So it had to have been something otherworldly ringing it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Freaky. So those are the highlights of my time at the spooky movie theater. I hope you enjoyed them. It was a pretty wild time. Feel free to read this email on the pod in a ghoul talk episode if you want. Anyways, I will write up some more stories and send them your way in another email. Gotta keep those stories coming like the Marvel movies. Yes, please keep them coming. (laughs) Also, I know this email is super long. No, it's not. But I wanted to reach out and see if y'all had any tips, tricks, or things you wish you knew before you started the podcast. I'm in the process of starting a podcast... As I have, Kylie, has he messaged you on Instagram? Yes, we've chit-chatted. Oh my God, I love it. Um, Hot tips. And I'm always looking for any kind of advice. Uh, First off, do it. It's the most fun you'll ever have. Yeah. Second off, uh, make sure Don't take yourself too seriously. Yes. 
Uh, make sure the audio is great on your first episode because people will be pissed <laughs> at you if it's not. Right. Hold on. Let me finish this thing and okay. then we'll continue. Okay. He says, also, the theme of the podcast is basically interviewing people about their lives, things that make them cool, and I would love to have all three of you honest <sighs> guests at any point, if you're willing, of course. You all seem really cool, and it'd be dope to sit down and chat about ghosts, the podcast, and legit whatever. Okay, I'm done now. If you actually read this far, thank you, and keep it spooky. <laughs> Patrick! Exactly. Patrick! First off. A sweetheart. Love ya. We love. We Second love. off, do the podcast. We'll Always. be on it every week if you want. Truly. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Best advice is probably just do. Just, just have do fun. It. Yeah. And it sounds like Kylie gave you some hot tips. Oh, yeah, Kylie. So, a few hot tips. What are you guys talking about? Yeah. I mean the same thing. He, you know, right. this was probably uh, six, seven, eight months ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember exactly, but I definitely stressed the audio. Right. Um, do it with people you love. Yeah. Yes. You know. Right. Um, do your research and make sure that you have legitimate sources and source them. Mm-hmm. You know, don't just be like, "Oh, this is from Wikipedia." Go to the Wikipedia page. The information is probably correct, but you can find the actual source at the bottom of the Wikipedia page. Go to that. Use that. She sounds like you a are a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick. We hope that helps and keep the stories yes. coming. Do what you love. Do what you Do love. It. Always. I have another one, and it's a short one, but this is actually from a family friend, oh. and um, it's about an encounter with their brother. Um, So I'm excited to share this one. Okay. All right. So this is from Richard. He says, my little brother passed away on December 11th, 2009. A little over two weeks later, a bunch of my friends insisted on coming over for a New Year's Eve party. I reluctantly agreed. The night of the party, one of my friends showed up early to help me get everything ready. We were in the process of setting everything up. I was moving furniture and cleaning up the living room, and my friend was in the kitchen and putting some appetizers in the crock pot. He called to me at one point asking why the pantry was locked. I chuckled to myself and told him it doesn't lock. He laughed and said he couldn't get the door open. I remember very clearly going into the kitchen and trying to open the pantry door and it not opening. I remember looking at the latch as I turned the handle and seeing it move, but no matter how hard I pulled the door, it would not open. I called out my brother's name and told him to stop playing around with the door and then the door opened like normal. I shut and reopened the door several times with no issue after that. Me and my friend just looked at each other. To this day, I can't explain what else could have happened that night. Wow. Um, Yeah, definitely bizarre. Um, But also, like, knowing this person that the story is about, I can totally see him, like, pulling a prank like that. Yeah. Like, in the afterlife. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, He was, like, a very close family friend. And my dad always said he was, like, the son he never had. So he and my dad were super, super close in it. My dad is still like torn up over it to this oh day. Oh my gosh! Oof. But Richard, thank you so much for sharing, and it also yes. like it makes my heart happy that he would reach out to you in that way because that just sounds like him. 
That's super awesome. sweet. It's That's very an awesome special. story. I love it. Ugh. Ugh. Richard. Ugh. Richard. Well, that's a good one. So I've got one. Do it. I've got a little, uh, I've got a story from um, our gal, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. What's up? Hi, Rach. All right. Golden ghouls. I love to tell this story, and from a very young age, I was fascinated by ghost stories and the idea of hauntings, so I'm thoroughly enjoying your podcast. Thank you. (laughs) One of my favorite paths. We do. Yeah. She doesn't know it yet, but she does now. Now I let her know. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite pastimes is to ask people about their story because more often than not, they've got one to tell. Okay, I'll get to it. I'm from a small farm town in eastern Pennsylvania. The summer before we left for college, just after graduating high school in 2007. I've also graduated high school 2007. 007. What up? (laughs) my best friend still best friend to this day hey Steph and I were asked to house it for family friends this couple we will call them the Smiths was older and their two daughters were grown and out of the house with their own families obviously thrilled by the idea of getting out of our own parents houses while getting to live together which if I'm honest we basically already spent all of our time together we accepted Our only instructions were to keep their dog alive and sleep there every night. (laughs) Done and done. (laughs) The house did not have air conditioning, so we opted to sleep in the finished basement on the couches at night where it was cooler. Steph and I had very typical summer jobs. I was working at Dairy Clean. Clean. (laughs) (laughs) Who is she? (laughs) Who is she? I don't know, but she's very clean. Dairy Queen. Classic. And she was working at a dog kennel dream job at night we would reconvene at the house and make dinner together watch movies etc the nature of my job was such that some nights i would get home later like around 11 p.m so i would go to bed later than stuff this was back in the day when aol instant messenger was a thing yikes (laughs) and (laughs) so one evening i got home a little later and stuff was already cozied up on her couch watching tv and falling asleep I logged on. I believe my screen name was something along the lines of Rachel O nine zero four. Richelio. Richelio. She's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> to talk to my crush from a different high school, as you do. Oh my god. Oh heck it's yeah, true. girl. Honestly, can we just talk about AIM memories for one second? Like, yes. I would, what were your screen names? Uh, I had a bunch. I had a few. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mine were all like emo as fuck. Right. But ready? You would like Kylie Soros Rex. That fucking makes sense. I don't remember any of mine, but I know there were a lot. I know it's ooh. Like, one was like she is oh so radiant XX or something. Ooh. Yeah. I um, might use some for like my passwords these days, so I kind of don't get oh, it. Oh, so that's just top right. secret. Right. It's top secret. <laughs> um. But I would, like, talk to people for hours, and then I'd go to school and not say, hey, hi, or fuck you to them, so. Right. Oh, yeah. That was the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you would tell the them thing. everything so about funny. you, and then you'd go to school and not right. even acknowledge them. Right. You had, like, mm-hmm. AIM boyfriends. What was that? And then it's, like, Fear? I don't know. I don't Dude, know. I feel like we still kind of do that, though. Like, I'll follow someone on Instagram, and, like, then I see them in person, and you I do don't say <gasps> a fucking thing. You're right. I do that, too. I... 
I get kind of shy or I feel weird or creepy, even though we've already spoken. So I'll let them come to me. Yeah. Maybe then I'm the weird one who's like, what up? You know, like I feel like we're friends. I have this weird thing where like I need to be acknowledged first because otherwise I feel like they don't know me. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I know you, but maybe you don't know me. Oh. I I feel that. Anyway, back to Rachel's AIM days. Rachelio. Rachelio. 904. (laughs) So she's chit-chatting with her crush from a different high school, as one does. In the process, Steph fell asleep. At around midnight, I began to tire as well, so I logged off and headed over to my couch. I turned the TV off and noticed that the big, fluffy dog we were watching was curled up on the floor in front of the couch. I turned the last remaining light off, overhead fluorescent light, and lay down. I was drifting off to sleep when all of a sudden... I heard a small, nearly indistinguishable shuffle, assuming it was the dog, but then the light turned on. The light switch to this light was across the room in view of where I was sleeping. There were no other light switches for this light. I looked down and noticed the dog had not moved from his spot. I immediately woke Steph up, who was not thrilled, and told me to just go back to sleep. I got up, turned the light off, and did just that. The next day, Steph and I did a little bit of freaking out, about what happened now that she was awake enough to process it. But luckily, that had been our last night and we were able to sleep in our own beds going forward. We left a note for the Smiths on the kitchen counter outlining how the dog was good. We watered the plants, yada, yada, yada. Oh, and your house is haunted and stuff because the light in the basement turned on. LOL, maybe you should get that checked out. (laughs) Good call. Let them know. Really, we thought it was weird, but we just didn't give it too much thought after we left because there were pools to swim in and boys to chase. You know how that goes when you're 17. Oh, do we? Oh, do we? Well, about a week later, Mrs. Smith invited us over for, quote, tea, unquote, and to give us our payment. I don't know about that. (laughs) Is that weird? What what kind of tea we talking? Yeah, tea. Mm -hmm. All right. Is All she right. spilling it? She, spilling I have a feeling sort of she's tea. about to spill it. She's about mm-hmm. to spill yeah. some tea. Mm-hmm. Okay. S- sitting on her porch on her wicker furniture, she asked us more about the incident. When we finished, she said, This hasn't happened since our two daughters have moved out. She went on to say that years ago when her daughters were still at home, different lights all throughout the house would turn on at random times. In fact, you could even see it happen occasionally when you were driving away from home and nearing the end of the driveway. She said that there had been smells, the usual smells like campfire when there were none, but also the feeling of a depression on their bed in the middle of the night with no explanation. She felt that Being two young girls back in the home, we had awakened whatever was there, and it was active back when her daughters were living there. Thoroughly spooked, we bid adieu and got the fuck out. All I know is that, generally speaking, light switches do not flick on by themselves, but it happened to me. Stay spooky, Rachel. Um, okay, Mrs. Smith with a T. Mrs. Smith with some real tea. Her she spilled it and she made a mess. She fucking haunted. spilled it everywhere. Oh my god. That's cool though. Yeah, it is. And that makes sense too because spirits feed off of energy and younger people tend to have more of it and it's like hormones and all that shit mm-hmm. and they feed off of it. So that makes wow. sense. Mm-hmm. Makes lots of sense. Is I Mrs. tell you what, the, the two daughters, the two friends. 
Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? I think Mrs. Smith might be a paranormal investigator because she's got, she's got. I want to meet Mrs. The Smith. Truth. A Me lady too. that asks yeah. you to tea. I to love spill the tea. Some haunted juice. Haunted juice. Wow. I My love kind it. of lady. Same. We're we're going to Pennsylvania. Yes. I'm there. Get ready, Rachel. <laughs> Rachelia. Oh, those those were fun. Those were fun. And dark. But we loved it. Right. Because it's proof. We found out some information stuff we out needed. There. Yeah. You know, yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some superstitions. to the, you know, Don't be clipping your nails when you get home exactly. tonight. I need to take my mirrors down. They need to go. It's. I feel weird about that. I'm scared. I like them there. You know? Well, I don't know. Maybe if you're not superstitious about it. It's good to see it, all angles it is. of the space you're in. Mm-hmm. Someone could be mm-hmm. behind you and you will know. I would know. You would Ooh. know. But it's also true. I could be in a mirror world right, right now. now. Oh my God. <gasps> Stop it. That's why I'm feeling so many feelings is because my body is somewhere else and it's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Thank you guys so much for those stories. Seriously. Send us more. Anyone who said they had more, send them. Mm-hmm. You haven't sent one before, send one. I'd to say the so. Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail.com. Do it. And until next oh, time. Rate, review, oh. and subscribe. Oh, yes. We rate, review, that. and subscribe. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We love you guys. That's how we stay popping. It is. Woo-hoo. And Ooh. until next time, stay spooky. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Wanna play a game?